Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today is Tuesday, September 1st, 2020. It is the first Tuesday of the month, and we're doing things a little bit differently I usually do second Tuesdays for the coaching corner and we go live, but I was too excited to share this two-part episode with you with my friend, my podcast mentor, comedian, radio executive, radio station owner, entrepreneur, Jamie Roberts. And there is a lot in this broadcast that you really should take some time to think about. One of the overarching themes is about having an entrepreneurial mindset. You've heard me talk about it before. Some of you have already discovered it in my new book, No Thanks, Seven Ways. I'll just include myself. And the entrepreneurial mindset really undergirds the entire premise of the book. This two-part series really gets underneath what that means. And it's embodied in my friend, Jamie Roberts. In fact, I believe that like minds and like spirits, they meet up, not by chance, but on purpose, divinely inspired. And the chance meeting that I had with Jamie almost three years ago in Harlem, New York, it led me to here. recording this show and I won't give away too much more because we talk about it in the show but this show replaces our every second Tuesday show on live platforms in video format across LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Periscope, wherever else we go okay but this one is very special. I'm going to bring you part one tonight at eight o'clock and then You'll get part two on our regularly scheduled time frame, our marquee episode Thursday night. So without further ado, here we go. Hey, y'all. This is Culture Soup, where tech, culture, and business collide. It's a podcast that spoons up everything hot from social media. I'm your host, L. Michelle Smith. And each episode, we bring you some of the most notable and not yet notable thought leaders in tech, business, and culture. The year was 2018, and my dearly departed friend, Ruben Canada, who um, passed away in 2019, introduced me to a young man that you've probably heard on the show before. He's quoted in some of my articles in Black Enterprise. He's also in the book, John Graham Jr. I quickly got to know John and there's something cosmic happening because Ruben knew 
in his soul that John and I needed to meet. He didn't know all the reasons why, but we did. So fast forward to 2018 and I'm in my living room. I'm on the floor. (laughs) Sometimes I write that way. Sometimes I interview people that way, not for the podcast, but definitely for anything that I'm writing, whether it's an article or book. And in this case, I was interviewing John Graham Jr. And I remember telling John that day that I had some other plans. He shared with me some of his dreams. And one of the things I shared with him was that I was launching a podcast and I'd given myself about 45 days to do it by any other standard that's probably nuts. And that's the theme of the show today, part one with Jamie Roberts. Rockstar leaders are sometimes called nuts. You know, I liken it to Noah and his ark. Whether you're Jewish, whether you're Christian, you know the story. You may not even be anything and you might know the story. But when Noah was building a boat in daylight, broad daylight, not a cloud in the sky, people thought he was nuts. Well, my ark was this podcast and John believed in it. And I think if he had two animals to put on my boat, he would do it. In fact, he encouraged me to go ahead and get this thing off the ground in 45 days, but I knew I couldn't do it without the help of another friend. I promptly got off the phone with John and the results of that interview was in my book. No thanks. Seven ways to say, I'll just include myself, that interview with John Graham Jr. I quickly got off the phone with him because it was time to have my other call with my friend, Jamie Roberts, who is a comedian, also a radio executive in the New York City market, media market. And I wanted to talk to him because I wanted to get this thing off the floor. And I remember him telling me at a dinner in 2017 in Harlem, He leaned over and he told me if I ever was interested in podcasting to give him a call because he had some insights as a radio executive. Now, I'd done a little bit of radio, just a teeny weeny smidgen. When I was at TCU, I reported the health report on KTCU. It wasn't a big deal, but never was afraid of a microphone and all of the gadgets that helped anyone to broadcast and be heard. But when I called Jamie, Jamie had two, three pieces of advice for me that I can safely say have carried this podcast to where it is today. It really did begin as a labor of love. I was not trying to rank anywhere. I just wanted to expand my platform because I knew I wanted to start to publish books. Jamie told me a couple of things. The first thing he told me was great content, plan it out. And deliver it every time. The next thing he told me was consistency. He told me, don't go for that seasonal stuff. You need your people to know when to expect you and you need to show up every time. And as you know, I've shown up every Thursday without fail for you. Even if it was a re-rack, I usually do a monologue, a fresh monologue for you. And recast it for you so, you know, the new listeners that hadn't heard it before, 
will understand and those that have heard it before, they have a different twist. One other thing that he told me was distribution. And while some people put podcasts on one platform and the biggest ones, mind you, I went to every platform. And needless to say, with a combination of his advice and my marketing and PR background, this little thing, (laughs) this little engine that could launched in ways that I did not expect making it to number six in less than four months on the Apple Business Business News podcast rankings. And now we're in 38 countries, on heard on every continent. And I wanted to bring Jamie back because Jamie, <laughs> without Jamie, this podcast wouldn't even be around. Jamie and I talked for a good solid hour and we made a two-part series just for you. We talk about this entrepreneurial mindset that is so crucial for leaders today. And if you want to stand out as a rock star leader, you better listen up. Whether you're working nine to five for somebody else or you're working for yourself, there are some keys and some gems that are dropped in this episode. Here's part one with me and my friend, my podcast mentor, radio executive, entrepreneur, and comedian, Jamie Roberts. Jamie. Can you hear me? There you are. What's going on? Live from South Carolina. (laughs) I'm doing well. How's everything? Everything's well. I mean, considering we're in the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. These are crazy times, for real. Yeah. So you ready to talk? We're going to talk about it all. Yeah. Everybody, I'm so excited to have Jamie Roberts on the line with me. He's here by Skype. Jamie is a comedian, and he is based in New York City, and he is also a radio executive, which is kind of the reason why I even know you. Isn't that right? That's right. That's right. We met at a dinner. That's right. So we were at this dinner in Harlem, uh, thrown by Jackie Reed and my friend Giselle Phelps, and a lot of us were sitting there together. Who all was there? It's a lot of people. Joy Reid and Joy Reid. Yeah, it was. A, it was. A, it was almost everyone from New York. Uh, NBC was there. Yeah, Ebony K. Williams was there. Yes, Ebony who's was now there on well. Revolt TV, which is huge. Yeah, yeah. how long on ago the big was and better things? That was more, almost two years ago. It probably was a little bit over two years ago. Wow, I think about it. it was over wow. two years ago. It yeah. seems so long ago, especially where we are now. Right. That just shows you the growth. Yeah, Especially does. with your podcast. Look yes, at you. yes. We're going to talk about that. Things? Oh, my gosh. We've been on lists, like, nationally oh. and ranked That's and all that up. good stuff. Congratulations. But you know, it, it pays to have somebody who knows what he's talking about just a phone call away. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, what do you think we have a culture soup moment to get going? Okay. Okay, awesome. So, you know what, Jamie... All sorts of things are trending. I mean, we lost Chadwick Boseman. That was huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, for people that don't understand what that means for the black community, I think that's the thing that I want to zero in on. But there's another thing that I want to get to, too. But when Chadwick Boseman passed away, 
There was so much to his death and his passing. More than just, oh, gee, he was the Black Panther, which in and of itself was huge. Wouldn't you say? How did it hit you? Uh, It hit me close because, you know, he's younger than me. You know, he, 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 he died of colon cancer. And, you know, as a Black man, we really have to take our health seriously. You know, we're, we're sometimes not understanding how important it is to go to the doctor, how important it is to, you know, get your regular checkups and just, you know, just be healthy in a, health, in a healthy way. We live in a society where, you know, drugs and alcohol is glorified, but, you know, we can't, especially our, we, we can't live that life. No. You know, after, after college, after Freak Nick, all that stuff is done. <laughs> you just dated both of us talking about Freak yeah. Nick. <laughs> There's some young people that don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up. Google it. I don't know if you can Google it. (laughs) But, um, you know, you have to really start taking life seriously. You know, I have two children. I'm married. Uh, A lot of people depend on me, just like I'm sure a lot of people depended on him, Mm -hmm. you know, and we have to understand that. We're not just out here living a day by day. We have to look towards the future. And if we can do that, you know, and, and, and be prepared. You know, he's had this since 2016. I think he's that's the thing that blew that. my mind and blew a lot of people's mind. The fact mm-hmm. that he was giving of himself all of this wonderful work, mm-hmm. groundbreaking work. A Jackie Robinson, right. Thurgood Marshall, and Get the Black up. Panther, among others, mm-hmm. in pain. Yeah. Going wow. through treatments, you know, so... And it also puts it into perspective that you're saying that you can't do something and you, you don't have the energy. Look at this man. He, he pushed Look. through it all. You know, and there's other people doing it. You know, you got Alex Trebek who's still trying to host Jeopardy and he's in pan- pancreatic cancer, you know, yeah. stage four. So when you say you can't do something, you really have to reevaluate the way you're looking at things. The thing I can say about the COVID-19 pandemic is it's changed the way people look at uh, your work schedule and how yeah. you're able to actually uh, complete projects um, and, and move forward with, you know, with life um, and how to be more, you have to be more disciplined, especially working from yes. home. You know? Yes, yes. Uh, you I need a plan. Say it, but, you know, it was a it was a blessing and a curse that Sports Center wasn't on, you know, because, yeah. you know, because we would sit in front and have the TV running in the background watching highlights, but there were no sports to watch. So yeah. we had we were forced to actually do do work when you're at home. We actually had a lot of things going on that didn't it kept us from focusing on what really, really, really mattered. Because mm-hmm. mm. that's where we are right now. Yes. Yes. If you haven't figured like it, it out, or not. Now, you're, you're lost if you haven't figured yeah. it out. And, um, yeah, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about in the Culture Suit moment. You know, you can't get away from people talking about COVID-19. How has it changed your life? You talked about, you know, it was a blessing in that it caused you to focus on the things that really mattered, you know, i.e. Mm-hmm. Sports Center, turn it off. Mm-hmm. But technology has really changed a lot of ways the way people are actually living. I, it didn't do much different for me because I was so already far, doing yeah, it. You were so far ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah. But how has it switched things up for you? Well, uh, with comedy, it has shut us down. Uh, the COVID-19 yeah. has shut down the New York comedy scene, um, Broadway of, uh, as well. So, you know, my weekly shows that I was doing are no more. Um, they're doing pop-up and drive-in shows now. 
that are okay, but it's still a little dangerous for me to go out there. I don't think it's worth the risk. Um, and we're doing and dangerous. Zoom. How tell, tell everybody what you mean by that. Well, when I say dangerous, you know, um, we still don't know how you get COVID. You know, this, yeah. you know, it's not like you kiss somebody and it's a wrap. You know what I mean? It's not Look. like you sleep with somebody and they're, oh, it's unprotected sex. You don't know how it happens. Yeah. And so to go in a room full of people to tell jokes and everyone's laughing, which is exhaling. Yes. yes. Um, and, and you're sharing a mic with an MC and other comedians. You don't know where they've been or where, what type of lifestyle they lead. You know, those are a lot of things you have to take into consideration. Um, you know, I'm glad you said it. that. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I had this conversation with my daughter's pediatrician. She's having her well child for going into third grade, right? Mm-hmm. And the office was pretty clear. You know, it's like you're not really seeing that many people, but they were managing the crowd. They were only seeing well children. And if you were sick, you called in, you let them know, you know, if it was COVID, of course, they'd redirect you, yeah, right? Like, but press, be, COVID, be, press nine, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> for COVID, press nine. But in general, because the kids weren't together, they weren't as sick. Mm-hmm. The volume of sick kids just wasn't happening this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely so right. Yeah. I said to him, I was like, you know what? When I think about New Zealand and some of these places that just like, COVID just right in the bud, nipped it. Done. It was because they just all stayed home. Yeah. No matter what. It right. Cut it down. And the doctor was like, that's exactly right. He said, these masks are not cures. And, you know, there's a lot of people that think I'm going to put on a mask. I'm good. Yeah. And you're right. We don't know how we get this. Right. That's the we scary really thing don't. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to go out and tell a couple jokes for 20, you know, 15, 20 minutes. You got to think about it. is the is the money worth it or is the rush yeah. that you get from it worth it? How about we just sit still for a little bit, you know, and then w- once we conquer this thing, then we can do it right. Because yeah. I would hate, you know, I would hate to go out there and 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 not even me being, you know, sick or anything, but me not knowing that I have it and give it to somebody else. You right. Think about that. You know, my my nephew had it. He showed no symptoms. Um, he self quarantined. He's twenty years old though. You know, so he showed no symptoms. He self-quarantined for 14 days, and, you know, he's fine. But he didn't know he had it until he got tested. So, you don't know right, You just don't know. And he's a, he's an athlete. You know, he's in great yeah. shape, student athlete. Um, but it's, you just don't know. So the, the whole comedy world is, you know, you're taking a risk. I don't think the reward is worth it. Not at this well, time. Well, you know, there's a lesson in there for all of us, and I'm glad you mentioned how the laughter it kind of expels mm-hmm. whatever is inside of you. Singing is the same way. Yes. And I think it's really crazy that people are still trying to have church services mm-hmm. in the midst of this. Yeah. Congregations singing and singing propels. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, the, you know, black folks, we got to shout. Yeah, we got to shout. We got to stomp. But we also got to collect that, that money that comes in our collection plate. So that's well, one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Why these conversations? They better figure out how to do it electronically. Yeah, because it's not yeah, you worth get it. Your ties, cash out these ties. You gotta do something. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that text, text to give, yeah. text to give. Yeah, but it's not yeah. worth it. You know, it's not worth it. Um, the other thing that has really affected um, not only the comedy is is how we do our day-to-day lives as far as living is concerned. 
So we're no longer just running out to the grocery store to pick up something. It's like, all right, it's a trip. We'll go. Yeah. You know, once we go, we go downstairs. We wash the, the we wash all the groceries. Whatever you got to do to sanitize it. Strip down, shower downstairs, leave clothes downstairs, back upstairs. Um, and it's you know it's a routine now. It has yeah. put us into a routine. It's a yeah. shame, but I'd rather do that than be sorry. We're getting everything delivered, mm-hmm. and even, even that too. is. It sounds luxurious, but it's not. It <laughs> you know, <laughs> they drop that stuff on the porch. They ring the doorbell. They and run. run. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And then I have this little holding spot where, you know, Joni's not allowed to touch it until mommy's wiped it all down. Mm -hmm. I wipe it down before I even take it into the kitchen, you know, and then I wipe myself down, you know, before I can even cook it. Right. Right. It's crazy. It's it's procedures that are put in place now. Um, Who knows how long this is going to last, though? had to pivot as a business owner mm-hmm. um you know comedy is your business Correct. and i felt a lot of the, the the brunt of this in speaking more than anything because you know it used to be somebody calls hey we got a gig you get that contract in place you're on a plane going somewhere mm-hmm. you're going to stay in somebody's hotel mm-hmm. they're going to put you up somewhere and you're going to face 500, 800 people in a big conference hotel and speak. That wasn't happening anymore. No, no. And so everybody pivoted to online. Mm -hmm. Everybody and their mother, can I say, that found out that Instagram goes live. (laughs) (laughs) Some people just wasting the world's bandwidth. They need to just cut it off. (laughs) Yes, like, okay. And honestly, I kind of stepped back because I had a boot camp that I wanted to do in several cities, mm-hmm. business boot camp. And then, you know, the idea was like, go online. And it's like everybody and their mama yeah. is online right now. And then most of them didn't have budget. So it was free mm-hmm. or it was close to it, which was going to drive down the cost. And I wasn't giving my stuff away product. free. Yeah, 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 I wasn't going to give it away for free. Right. So um, just... Everything changed, but you lean into something else, and you have some other pursuits. Yeah. So um, during the COVID, well, this this was prior to COVID that uh, we we would we we put the business plan together. Uh, what I'm referring to is a radio station. It's called yeah. Runaway Soul, uh, the Soul of New York. So we Do y'all, wait, stop. We got to give that the air to breathe so that people understand what you just said. Yeah. This yeah. man has. A radio station. Yeah, we uh, we launched a radio station during the pandemic, which is unheard of. We, unheard we, of. We we are employing people while people are losing jobs. We found a way to give people a paycheck. Ain't that good? Um, and it's been it's been growing. I mean, uh, wow. Yeah, we 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 are in um, 150 house 150 thousand households, I should wow. say. So we launched May second. Uh, we were, we were up and running since the end of April. But the first time we put an on-air personality on was uh, May May 2nd. And then we've been up and running wow. ever since. Can I just put this in perspective? You and your wife had the unmitigated gall to launch <laughs> in the number one market yeah. on the planet, probably. Yeah. 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 You didn't just launch in, you know, uh, 
it's some little old burb somewhere right. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, nowhere. Uh, You're in New York, and you're holding it down with 150, how many? 150,000 in Grimes. Yeah, 150,000 listeners. We wow, hit, so we tell everybody to listen two. online. Where do they go? Uh, 108soul.com. You go to the wow. app, download 108 Soul New York. Uh, Alexa, say Alexa, enable 108 Soul New York. She'll play There it. you go. Um, you know Alexa will play the Culture Soup yeah. podcast for you, too, you know. <laughs> That's right. You got to get that. You got to tell them. That's right. <laughs> That's part of it. Um, yeah. So it's been growing, and, and it's a beautiful thing. You know, we're we're interviewing. Do you, do you know the ladies of Sky? Have you heard of Sky? You've heard of Sky. Uh, what is Sky? Yeah. Satisfaction. Well, yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, we're interviewing call them. Me. Yeah, they they just had an unsung come out, and so we're interviewing them. Oh. Um, what is it? September. So yeah. you know we're we're you know we're trying to catch up to what the other stations have been doing, but we just got our feet wet. Uh, we 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 uh, popped out cherry and and, and now we're ready to work. <laughs> oh God! You know? Listen, well, we we gonna get around to the marriage and the honeymoon and all that <laughs> in a minute. But how are you employing people? You're employing people, so are they working remotely? Working are they... remotely. And wow. The beauty, in, and I say this, I said this before. The you know, COVID is a, a, a gift and a curse because we were getting ready to sign the contract for the studio. You know, typically, my little one will pop in and say hello to whomever's on the screen, even in my coaching sessions. And in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic and my platform around authenticity, I just let it roll. The studio came in. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Jamie. She can't hear you because I got all these headsets. Oh, okay. So she can see me waving though, right? All right. <laughs> My mini-me had to say yes, hi. Yes, yes. Oh, man, that's adorable. Okay. Oh, I'll man. turn on the air conditioner, and I'll be out and give you something to eat in a little you bit. You gotta love She that, said, I'm that. hungry, and by the way, I'm hot. By the way. <laughs> and by the way, that's my mini-me. Like, she she is like a little ball of meat. That's great. That's <laughs> great. Isn't 10. it so weird to see, like, your offspring taking on your characteristics? And, and I know. You're looking at yourself. In like a mirror, it's like it's whoa, crazy. This, this Benjamin Button mirror that I'm looking at is just <laughs> ridiculous, you know. <laughs> I say she's me download times ten. Really? So I have to look down, but she's growing so fast. Yeah, yeah. My son is almost as tall as me. He's 15 years old. He's, he'll oh, be goodness. 15 in October, and he's like yeah. six six feet tall. So, Woo. yeah, yeah. Um, I hope he's he's and like in that. sports and about to make you some money. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we put a bas- we we redid the backyard, put a basketball hoop back there because they locked up all the parks here in New York, so we couldn't yeah. go to the parks. Um, and so we made him a little area for him to to shoot around and get busy on. Yeah. Um, but you you have to adapt. You right. have to adapt. So you let's know, talk about a remote radio station because mm-hmm. now more than ever you can do that because the technology is here. I mean, Correct. we talked Correct. about this setup. Yeah. So everyone's working from home. Mm-hmm. Everyone is working from home. Um, the DJs are working from wherever they want to work from. So they're live. Like they yeah, love DJ it. Mel Star, he, he broadcast the other day from, from the, the lakeside. So wow. he has a video of him DJing on the lake, you know? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's great, great, great footage. Um, but COVID, you know, it stopped us from signing that lease for the mm-hmm. studio. And so that saved us now with 3000 a month easy. So Yeah, you, know, you it, could press like, the gas. Right, right. So it, wow. It, it, it kind Will of you ever it. go into a studio? 
Well, we have to look at it. And if yeah. we do, I, I bet you it won't be for 3000 a month. No. Nope. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've learned that you can do without it. Correct. Correct. And, and wow. the real estate market is taking a, you know, a hit here in New York. Everyone's moving out of the city. I see that. To the suburbs, uh, upstate, even down south. Some people um, are moving down south. Right. Right. It's the whole move again. So you want to, you really have to think, does it make sense to own a studio in New York City where you have to put up a, a glass partition between you and the person that you're interviewing or you're wearing a mask the entire time? You know, what's the, what's the draw to it? You know, yeah. you can't, just to say you have a studio in the city, I think I'll save my money on that. You well, know? We're seeing brands like Twitter and even Google's considering it. Twitter told them people don't ever come back. Yes. Yeah. Why Go. Right. Forth. Prosper. We, and we don't have to pay the office space. You don't no. have to pay for the office space. So, yeah, we'll continue. What, what you're going to see, though, going forward is a lot of people are going to lose their benefits. Yeah. So they're going to become independent contractors uh, because they're just going to scale it down, scale it down to the minimum that they need to pay you in Look. order for you to do your job. Because even with, ex- Go ahead. Even with my former position, I was getting, you know, um, an extra set of money, as I like to call it, just for travel. You yeah. know, to travel into the city, uh, it was like a stipend. So, you know, yeah. that's not there anymore. Right. If you're not coming into the city, we don't need to pay you that amount of money. And this is a great segue into my book. You see it back there? Mm -hmm. No, thanks. No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Seven ways to say I'll just include myself. I set up this book by talking about how this digital economy is fractured now. And it was already competitive. It was already driven by technology. You have companies that were saying, we're not going to keep anybody but three to five years. It's a gig economy, which is mm-hmm. what you're describing. Yes. Going to, oh, gee, we're just going to have contractors. Mm-hmm. This is like the big warning and wake-up call, especially for women of color and black women, to let them know that if they can harness this technology, wield it like a weapon of mass innovation. Mm-hmm. And then use all these leadership skills that we were born with. We were already making something out of nothing. That's innovation, That's right? right? That's right. Um, we are already transformational leaders. These are people who are going to run to the risk and have an entrepreneurial mindset. Do you know that black women are running more businesses, small yeah. businesses than anybody? Anybody. That's right. And then we're over-credentialed. That's right. We got more advanced degrees than anybody, you know, any other group out there. And you know why it is? We have been thinking that if we went back to school, got that next certification, they would eventually accept us and elevate us. And we're waiting on that tap on the shoulder. No, you can't wait. And this wait. book says, don't wait, don't wait yeah. on any tap on the shoulder. Yeah. Hold you on. better step Hold up and lead. That's right. So, That's yeah, right. I mean. I, I always it, say, don't wait for someone to put you on, put yourself on, you know? Yeah. And you, and you demonstrated to. that with you, this radio station. Yeah. I got having, so much pushback. Oh my. It, you, and people will talk you out of your dreams. Won't you they? Me? That's why it, you can't talk to them. That's right. You can't tell everyone your Don't dreams. tell them nothing. You can't tell everyone your <laughs> dreams. And they will talk you out of it because they're too scared to try to do it themselves. Yeah. Um, and come up with every excuse why you shouldn't do it. So, yeah. you know, you shouldn't do this during the pandemic. Why? Everyone is home. This is right. the perfect time to reach people. Everyone right. is home. Everyone's right. tuned in to D-Nice. What do you think is going on? You know what I mean? You and why is every DJ on the planet trying to be D-Nice now? Exactly. You better realize that people are not going to clubs. People right. are not partying out like that, so you bring the party to them. Yes, and you when, do. If you build it, they will come. Yes. 
Or they'll you know? stay home and enjoy it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but, you Either know, I, I talk a lot about grabbing change by the horns. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think this is just an amazing thing that you've done with this radio station in the midst of a pandemic. And one of the things that I've been encouraging my clients to think about, yes, we're in the middle of the pandemic. Now's the time. Now's Jump the time. on it. Whatever right. it is you were thinking about. Don't wait until somebody comes and drops that little message in your inbox that you've been laid off. Right. Why not have something going already? I mean, it's the story of my life. Right, right. You have to create. You have to continuously try to create, you know, Mm -hmm. create your own path. You have to have a mindset of I got to get my own. I have to have my own. I have to own my own. Yeah. Uh, Stop being a worker. And yes. become an owner, you know, yes. an, an employer instead of an employee. Yes. Um, and, and, and you'll you'll get the understanding of why you don't really, I, I hate to say this, but you don't really need to go to college to get a degree to be successful. Look, you know, we're you, learning that. These tech companies are learning that. They're mm-hmm. getting some of their best talents by dropping that requirement. Right, right, right. Because the tech is moving so it. fast anyway, right? They mm-hmm. have to keep up. Even if you have a degree, you have to go back and get that certification. Certification, you always got to. Even when I was doing accounting, you still had to get your continuing education yeah. credits. You know, so all that stuff you still have to learn. You got to keep. Well, going. and there's something to having that entrepreneurial mindset, even if you are working for somebody. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I know you know what I mean, because for a long time you're working for somebody else, but you were doing your own thing. Yes. Not yes. just on the side, but you had to use those skills inside that radio station, didn't you? That's right. That's right. Tell me how. Well, with, within that radio station, I was learning bits and pieces on how the radio station works. You know, yeah. the beauty of it is I was in the sales department, so I, I was able to touch every department because they all had to report somewhat to me in order mm-hmm. to get it done, in order to get it sold. So I learned about events. I learned about how to, you know, promote events. I learned about programming. I learned about the relationships with clients. Um, and you put all that into, a, a, you know, one big bowl. You stir it up, and what do you get? You get a radio station. Yeah. So you, the people who don't know, you just hear music playing. You just hear your favorite personality talking. Um, you just hear a concert that's being, you know, advertised, but you don't know all the moving parts that are going to that in order for you to get to that moment. So, you know, I learned all the background things that, 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 that builds a radio station. So I said, you know what, I'm going to take this knowledge. I'm going to put the people who I know in place who can deliver, not give me a headache. Um, I work off of good energy. If you don't have, you can have, you could be the best talent in the world, but if your energy's not there, I don't want to deal with you. No stank jerks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Say it again. I like it. With the no, stank no stank jerks. <laughs> That's right. That's Jamie's like, I'm the comedian here. What are you doing? <laughs> yes, yes. But you know, you you put all those people together, and then you 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 get a, a winning team. Mm-hmm. You know, someone can tell you, you know, you get to pick your own team to, to go play. Yeah. You're gonna try to pick everyone. Woo! That's some good conversation. As someone has once said, that's some really good soup. That's part one. Part two comes to you on Thursday. And we'll continue talking about putting together the best team. Because since I met Jamie, he has put together Team Roberts. I'm talking about Jamie Roberts and Nikki Sunshine Roberts. 
also comedian, and she is married to Jamie. She's part of the formula that's making things work for this radio station. But you gotta get the nuts and bolts of the marriage and the partnership right. On Thursday, you get to hear that story. For those of you trying to pick up my book, No Thanks, Seven Ways to Say, I'll Just Include Myself, you can find it on Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, booksamillion.com, hudsonbookstores.com, just about anywhere online, or you can go on my website at lmichellesmith.com. Find us online at The Culture Soup Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter at The Culture Soup, and on Facebook at The Culture Soup Podcast. See you on Thursday. The Culture Soup Podcast is a production of No Size Communication, LLC. The Culture Soup Podcast is a registered trademark of No Silos Communications, LLC. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.